Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Confidence Show, a podcast for female entrepreneurs with big dreams who want to create deep-rooted self-confidence and run their business on their own terms. I'm your host, confidence coach Rebecca Hawks, and I believe you have what it takes to create the success you dream of. Hello, hello, hello. We are back with episode two of The Confidence Show. I am, um, I've just got back from Stratford-upon-Avon actually. Now, I don't know when this is this episode actually going to launch, but I am back to recording. It's the first week of January and I have already been on my first trip of the year, which is incredible. So I got back from Stratford-upon-Avon yesterday. Now I'd gone to spend some time visiting my friends, which was wonderful. They've just bought a new bungalow. And it's beautiful. It's like a on a new like a new build kind of plot. It is lovely. It's completely detached. They've got a wonderful garden. It's just a really really nice place. Um, not that I'm jealous. <laughs> uh, and they've also got a beautiful new puppy called Bray. And I spent so much time sat on the floor and cuddled up with him. And we took him for walks. And oh my god, honestly, apart from my dog, obviously, he is the cutest dog I've ever seen. And I actually miss him, which I never thought was possible. I didn't think that you could fall in love with somebody else's animal, but I have. <laughs> he was a, he was just beautiful. He's a cockapoo, and he's 15 weeks, and he is lively AF. Likes to bite, which is great. <laughs> but no, he's he's just he's just beautiful, and it was so lovely to catch up with them. They are expecting a baby in June, so very exciting times for them. So yeah, I went up on Monday, got the train from London, went to theirs, we had, no we didn't, we didn't even have a Chinese, we had Indian for dinner, we watched series two of You, like the last three episodes I think of series two, I'd already seen this, I'd already seen it, but watching it with somebody else that didn't know what was going to happen was so good because they didn't get what was going to happen at the end and their reaction was amazing. So we did that and then the next day, yeah, went for a walk and then I went into town I went and stayed in Stratford-upon-Avon in a lovely hotel. It's called The Townhouse. So if you do end up going to Stratford-upon-Avon, I would highly recommend it. The Townhouse, it was probably a 10-minute walk from the train station. And the room was lovely. It was just, I think it was on the website as like a small double. But it had a desk. It had like a window seat, a lovely bathroom, massive wardrobe with a beautiful mirror. One of those old-fashioned wardrobes that are on like feet. I guess. <laughs> um, oh, kind of like Beauty and the Beast, but not white. Yeah, amazing. 
And then I had dinner there, did some work, and I really wanted to spend some time just in a different area. It's been a long time since I have left the UK, which is highly unlike me. I am someone that travels often, that travels solo. Any excuse to go away, I will go. I will go just for the sake of it. Um, so yeah, it's been a while since I've gone and I really wanted to have a couple of days away from home where I could get some work done, be on my own, feel inspired again. Because I don't know about you, there are times where I lose a little bit of motivation and inspiration. I kind of, working from home can be really hard sometimes. And we're currently um, at my mum's at the moment because, well, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> but there's big events happened in my life. So I thought I was going to be in a different country. That didn't happen. I'm, at my, I'm back at my mum's again. So fine, whatever. But we, you know, we're currently turning my brother's room into an office. And whilst we wait to decorate that room, I'm in the kitchen, which is lovely because we've got a huge kitchen and it kind of looks out onto the garden where there's lots of birds. And I've become a massive fan of bird watching. So yeah, but it can be hard sometimes working from home, can't it? Because you get stuck and you're always in the same place and it sometimes you just lose that inspiration. You just, you forget to feel inspired in your normal place. So I went away and I had such a lovely time and I am so pleased to have gone there. So quick shout out to Matt and Justine because whilst I was there, they told me that they listened to everything I do, which is incredibly cringy. I always hate like real life friends knowing what I get up to. I don't know why, it's just awkward, isn't it? Because nobody understands what I do. So they both said they don't actually have a clue what I'm doing, but they do follow me, they listen to everything that I talk about, they watch my videos. So hi guys. <laughs> um, anyways, let's get on to today's episode. As I mentioned in the first episode, waffling is a skill that I am very good at. So we are almost five minutes into this and I've not even got started yet. Never mind. Today we're going to talk about what confidence actually is, what it means to different people and how you can start to create more of it in your own life. Now before we dive in I want to share with you that I wasn't always this confident. I had this belief when I was younger that you either had confidence or you didn't. I didn't understand that confidence was something that you could create. I thought you were born with it. So you had these people that were just born with it, like at school, they were just always these confident people and I was never one of them. I always felt like I wasn't one of them. So I suppose, yeah, for years I just told myself that it wasn't available to me. And then as I got older, I have had anxiety since my teens, but as I got older, that anxiety like got so much worse to the point where I couldn't leave the house other than to just drive the 10 minutes down the road to work. Um, I didn't go out the weekends, I didn't socialise, I didn't see anyone, I didn't do anything because I had this had such bad anxiety and a phobia of people being sick. But that meant that I lost all my confidence. So if somebody had spoken to me in a shop, like if I'd gone to Tesco's and somebody had said hello to me, I felt like I would have a panic attack. Because or I felt like I was about to have a panic attack. Because I just I was just so self-conscious and had no confidence that I couldn't even speak to people. So completely the opposite to where I am. And um, when I, in fact, when I told my dad um, a couple of years ago when I was moving, I started out as a social media manager. And when I told him that I was actually changing my business and I was going from social media management into coaching and I was going to become a confidence coach, he like laughed, <laughs> like actually laughed out loud. He was like, you, confident? As in like complete shock. Like why on earth would you be able to help people with confidence? But also at this point, we hadn't seen each other that much for a couple of years, so it's not like he'd seen me evolve completely to the point where I was at. 
So I'm not saying that to like be a dick about him or whatever, but just sharing my past history with confidence. So then when I realised that actually confidence is something that you can create, I started to create my own. Now, I think it's important to recognise that you can be really confident in some areas and not confident in other areas, but that doesn't mean that you're not a confident person. So I am very self-confident now, not in a... I think there's a big difference between, between being confident and arrogant, and that's sometimes a fine line. But I'm, I'm very self-confident in a lot of areas, apart from public speaking, which is a bit of a pain in the ass when I go to speaking, like when I go to networking events, because I have to stand up and go, I'm a confidence coach when I'm like going red, sweating and feeling really anxious. So, but because I'm not confident in public speaking, that doesn't mean that I'm not a confident person. That's just an area that needs working on okay so I think you can be confident and have areas where you don't feel that confident I think it's really important to talk about that because not a lot of people talk about that I think there's this misconception that you have to be confident with everything that you're doing in life in order to be a confident person and I think that's bollocks personally but there we go so so now I'm at a completely different point where I am self-confident I've done a lot of work on confidence I've read a lot about it I've done the mindset activities I've created it myself I've taken action when I've been scared I went from being too afraid to leave the house to traveling solo at 21 was when I first went away booked a flight around the world um at 21 solo and I've lived abroad since then started my own business and yeah I've completely changed my way of life so if you're sat there saying oh well I can't be confident or I don't have any confidence or I'm not a confident person and, and confidence isn't available to me I'm gonna tell you that that's rubbish um, because I'm proof I'm not sitting here preaching to you as somebody that is has always been this confident person I'm preaching to you because I was the person that couldn't say boo to a goose that couldn't have a conversation with anyone that couldn't go to Tesco's without a mum being next to her when she was 20 years of age okay so before I recorded this episode I put out a survey to the guys in my mastermind group and on my Instagram stories to get other people's feedback on what being confident means to them. Because I think it's really important to know that everybody's definition of being confident is different. So whilst my definition of being confident might be one thing, yours might be completely different. And that's okay. So when I talk about increasing your confidence, we want you to increase your confidence to the point where you feel confident in yourself based on your definition of confidence, not based on what other people tell you you should feel like when you're confident. Okay, so I'm gonna share some of the responses that I have received from people about what confidence means to them. So not doubting myself and my abilities, doing something and not caring what other people may think. Confidence means doing something you're not scared of, just grabbing it and doing it without thinking. It's an aura and a feeling of knowing that you can do anything when you put your mind to it, whether that's body, mind, business, etc. Being confident to me is knowing exactly what I want, saying no to what I don't want, having faith in my vision, not trying to hide in the shadows, not melting away in group settings. Feeling empowered and secure about the way I feel about myself. It means doing things that I want or need to do without being held back by fear limiting beliefs, doubts, etc. It doesn't mean I don't, ha don't have those things going on, but I choose not to let these things stop me. Feeling clear and sure of myself, even when others don't agree with my point of view. 
Confidence to me is doing something even though you might be nervous or have fear around it. Dr. Russ Harris says the actions of confidence come before the feelings of confidence in his book, The Confidence Gap. I've experienced this numerous times. When I commit to saying something and take action, others tend to view me as confident and courageous often, even though I don't usually feel confident at the time. For me, my feelings of confidence really only come from hindsight and looking back on my achievements with perspective. I'm trying to embrace my wins more in real time, remembering to pause for applause. Oh, I love that. Remembering to pause for applause, but it doesn't come naturally to me. Confidence means strength or power, able to conquer anything. Confidence to me is knowing what you are talking about and getting things done with integrity. Confidence radiates without overwhelming or intimidating. Confidence can be so subjective and so triggering when witnessing others and perceived wrongly. Confidence means knowing your worth. A deep knowing that you are speaking your truth. Certainty from within and not from external sources. Being sure of yourself. Um, strength and serenity. Feel self-assured and not having self-doubt. Having ultimate belief that I know what I'm doing and have the experience and expertise to back it up. And lastly, having an unwavering knowledge that I can handle X, Y, or Z. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in 3 years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So that's what confidence means to those 14 other people. So I don't know if you guys can relate to any of what I just said. There were some fantastic answers there. And again, it's really important to know that just because other people view confidence in a certain way doesn't mean you have to. So confidence to me is about trusting in yourself. So it's about believing in yourself, saying yes to the things that scare you, being brave, not worrying about what people think. And I want you to notice how I said not worrying instead of not caring. Like, I think if you, it's still important to care what people think sometimes. But from a confidence perspective, it's okay to care what people think, but it's just important not to worry about those opinions. Um, 
Also, confidence means to me listening to your gut instinct and intuition over other people's opinions. So again, having that real trust within yourself that you are making the right decisions, that you are on the right path. Um, and still loving yourself when the shit hits the fan. This is really important because I think a lot of the times we can feel really confident, but then something bad happens and instantly we lose it. And this is something that I'm also, I've also had to work on recently because uh, a few months ago, completely out of the blue, unexpected by me, my five year relationship ended. And I feel like I did lose a lot of confidence that I have worked so hard to create because it happened and all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, is it me? I think because I, because I didn't get given a reason as such to why the relationship was ending, I didn't know why it was happening. I, he couldn't, he couldn't tell me why he needed to make that decision. Because of that, I was trying to figure out what the answer was. And a lot of the time I was criticising myself and I was saying it must have been my fault when in actual fact that's not, it's not about me. He made his decision for his reasons and that had nothing to do with me and who I am as a person. So I think it's important when events like that happen that although you might lose some of the confidence, you still have that inner knowing of, do you know what, it's going to be okay. And I did have that. I felt like I'd lost quite a bit of confidence but then at the same time I had this inner voice, this, I call it like deep-rooted self-confidence of... I know that this is okay. I know that I'm going to be okay. I still love myself, essentially. Um, even though I didn't know what was going to happen and I didn't want it to happen and there was this big old process of trying to come to terms with it, I still had this, this knowing in myself that I was going to be okay. And that, to me, is something that I would relate to confidence and, and having self-confidence. I just touched on it, like deep-rooted self-confidence, because there's a difference, in my opinion between the surface level confidence and the deep rooted self-confidence. So the surface level confidence, um, we're going to cover this in a whole episode, but just to try and explain, the surface level confidence would be showing up on live videos, showing up feeling good, um, dressing how you want, feeling good about yourself, the more, like, the more top level stuff, whereas the deep rooted self-confidence would be a client has stopped paying me or disappeared off the face of the earth, but that's okay. I know that's fine, I know that I'm on this path, I know it's not about me. Instead of, if you didn't have that deep-rooted self-confidence, you might all of a sudden think, oh my God, what have I done? Why am I not good enough? Did they not like what I was doing? Are they gonna tell everyone about me? That kind of stuff. So it's just more of that like real inner knowing that when things do go horrifically wrong, you don't all of a sudden freak out and become this complete I want to say mess but I don't I don't think I want to say mess um but yeah just just that that steady level of okay the worst has happened but I'm gonna be okay so I hope that that kind of explains a few different ways that you can view confidence I would obviously love to know your way um so and, and it's clear to see that we all have our own definition of confidence now we all have this similar goal though and that is to get ourselves to the level that makes us feel good so whatever your definition is you need to work on getting yourself to that point. So forget anyone else's definition, work on getting yourself to that level of confidence. Now, one of my favorite ways to do this is visualization. So I think I briefly touched on this in the last episode, but for me, visualizing is so powerful. So I tend to visualize mostly in the mornings when I first wake up. I like to lay in bed, lay in silence, and just picture, I tend to picture my perfect day, but from a confidence perspective, 
I would picture myself as this person who is self-assured, who knows she makes the right decisions, who has this kind of air of confidence around her. So you know some people give off this vibe of being really confident, but in a, in a nice way. So this vibe of being welcoming and open and authentic and somebody that people can trust and me trusting myself. So when I visualise confidence for me, I see it more of like this kind of glow, like a glowing light around me. I don't know if anyone else does that. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to get a bit too woo for some people, but that's fine. Um, I see it as this, as this kind of almost like a white glowing light around me. I see myself as that person who is just calm and makes decisions easily, easily, and makes decisions easily and doesn't worry about what people are going to say or worry about being judged, but shows up knowing that whatever she is doing is going to help people and is going to support people and that she always shows up as that best self. So although there might be times where I'm scared or where I'm uncertain or anxious or worried, like putting this podcast was a massive deal for me, putting it out there because obviously you're going to get feedback. Obviously not everyone's going to like it. There might be people that don't listen to it at all. Well, there's obviously going to be people that don't listen to it at all. Um, and that's fine, but it's still doing those things because you have that inner desire and that inner knowing that this is something that you should be doing. So although you're doing things that scare you, it's trusting yourself enough that that's the right path that you're supposed to be on and moving forward through that fear instead of letting that fear hold you back. That's, that's another kind of part of confidence to me. So that's what else I like to visualise. So if I'm going to... Let me th try and think of another example. A few years ago, two years ago, I one year ago, two years? I don't know. 2018, whatever that was. <laughs> December 2018. I was part of a collaborative book where we all shared our stories in this book. So we, we shared a chapter each. There was a group of us and we shared our stories. And I obviously talked a lot about confidence and my story through confidence and different experiences that I'd had. And we did a book launch in London. And at that book launch, we had to stand up and share part of our chapter. So get up in front of people and talk about our, our story and share, share our chapter. Now, as I mentioned earlier on, public speaking is not my thing at all. It terrifies me because I am the person that will go bright red. I sweat quite easily anyway. Uh, I just get really embarrassed. And at this point, I was also in heels. I had a nice dress on. I drank quite a lot of Prosecco by the time we got up and did our speech. But I was leading up to it, like the weeks leading up to the launch, I was really nervous. And instead of panicking about it, I chose to visualise. I visualised myself standing up. I visualised people standing in front of me. I visualised my speech. I went over it in my head. And I, I didn't just visualise it happening, but I visualised myself feeling confident in that moment. So standing there and looking at people and being able to look around the room and share my story with confidence and not feel scared. And I did this every single day for several weeks leading up to the launch. Every day I would wake up or I would go to bed and I would just sit and I would close my eyes and I would just visualise this happening and I would essentially make myself feel the feelings of confidence and how I would act when I'd finished my speech, what I would do, those kind of things. And when it came to the speech day, I was confident. 
I got up there, they put my name. As I said, I've had a few glasses of Prosecco, so that obviously helped. But I walked up, I did my, I read out my little speech at the beginning, so I'd written a little speech beforehand. And I looked around the room, I read the part of my chapter, and I looked at people and the topic was very sensitive. So the topic was a, a big part of my life. It was a topic, it was about abortion. And I spoke about it in this room packed full of people. And so not only was not only was I terrified of public speaking, but I was also talking about a topic that is very sensitive and that I understand can evoke a lot of feelings from people, whether that's feelings for or against, it, it evokes a lot of emotion. But because I had visualised the speech going well, I had visualised myself feeling good, I had visualised myself being confident, the feedback that I got was incredible, and I felt good afterwards. I was like, Do you know what, I did the best I could and I'm really happy, and I didn't have any of those fears of anxiety. So visualisation is so important, and I really want you to think about an experience or, or the person that you want to become, and really visualise that person. This is a great exercise as well if you're about to hop on a call, hop on a sales call, and you know that you're going to have to pitch to someone. So if you just sit there and you visualise the call going really well, you visualise that really connecting with that person and how you're going to feel at the end of the call, whether it's a yes or a no, that's not what you need to focus on. It's just focusing on how you're going to feel, how you're going to show up, how you want to be. If you visualise before that call, you're already going to go into that call feeling confident and feeling really, really good. So a wonderful exercise to help you increase your confidence. Okay, so what did you think of this episode? Was it helpful to hear other people's definitions of confidence? Does it make you feel like you can create your own definition and start walking towards increasing your confidence? I really hope it was helpful. And as I mentioned last week, I'm going to be setting regular tasks for you to complete to help you increase your confidence. Today, I want you to set aside five to ten minutes to visualise yourself feeling confident. So what are you wearing? How are you standing? How are you feeling? What thoughts go through your head? Really feel into that confident person. Do this every day and you'll start to tap into that confident version of yourself. Now once you've done this exercise, head over to Instagram and share how it made you feel on your stories and tag me at Rebecca Lucy H. Thanks so much for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Hawks. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review telling me what you thought. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram where you'll find daily inspiration and tips to help you reduce your overwhelm, let go of self-doubt and create unbreakable self-confidence. Find me at Rebecca Lucy H and I'll see you in the next episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.